0: Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 251 of We Podcast and We Know Things, where we recap all of the week's nerdy news. My name is Greg Hall, and alongside of me, as almost always, the best damn voice in the business, Sam Matoro.
1: Look at us back to back Friday recordings. Isn't it back to back to back? Is it? Isn't it three? We 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 could be. I I just remember back to back, but you could be right. Maybe the
0: bonus episode that I did was on a Friday. I don't the the Pokemon one. I don't remember. Hmm. I got my iced coffee to try and get me through the fucking day. Um. We just want to send out a quick one. Like we're sorry to everybody, man. Uh, We usually record Thursday nights and it releases Friday morning at six. I know a lot of you like look forward to that. But over the past couple of weeks, we've just had to make some scheduling adjustments. It's never been more than a 24-hour delay, um, but we just we just want to say thanks for hanging in there. We'll update you on our socials whenever we have to be a little late to record or a little late to drop it. And then when it does drop, obviously, we'll let you know on our socials, wherever you follow us, Instagram, Facebook, our individual Twitters, whatever. But just thanks to everybody for being so flexible. We know in the podcast world, if, if you skip a week, fuck. That could be bad.
1: Oh, uh, it it it, hurt, it definitely hurts. But I mean, hey, you know, life happens. and have got to do what you got to do. But we're here now.
0: Yeah. Thanks for all the real ones for sticking with us. We appreciate you. And we got a fun show for you tonight. So what we're going to do is we're going to start out with our picks of the week, and we're going to weave our top three into that. We'll talk about that soon. Uh, we have our trivia. Uh, I have one. Count them one story in movies before we go into tv where the bulk of this stuff is going to be in tv this week uh, we have some stuff around hawkeye and the penguin and anthony mackie and Haley atwell it's actually a really fun tv section so looking forward to that um, and then sam will take over in gaming where we have ign's review of death i have my impressions of madden 22 we have our favorite segment every month the august npd another game has been delayed uh and then a quick and it's a ago. big one, too. It's a big one, a big, big one. It's, it's nestled its way in between two competitors, like a like a first-person shooter sandwich, and, and I don't know if that's a smart move or not, but uh, in music, our friend's EP is out today. We'll talk quickly about that before Sam hits us with his CGC TCG spotlight, and we'll get on out of here, but without further ado, let's start us off where we customarily do with our picks of the week, and I'll start. Generally Sam takes over here and he does his pick of the week first. But I'm gonna do my pick of the week. And this one's a fun one. Uh my wife and I recently caught on to a new show on Netflix. It's been tearing up the charts. Everyone's been talking about it. It's ranked in the top ten daily. So we said, All right, this is our genre, so let's check it out. It's called clickbait. Have you heard about this?
1: Clickbait? Yeah, oh, is it. that what um uh the the one that the monitor on IG? From what? What? Uh, no, I, I can't think of his name. Oh, shit. It's oh, a, is, is it King Bach? King Batch?
0: I have no idea who you are talking about.
1: Okay, sorry. I, maybe it's the wrong guy.
0: May, maybe it's the right guy. I don't know. I'm not too familiar with the influencers nowadays, but it's a crime drama mystery thriller uh, on Netflix. It's actually starring Adrian Grenier. So Grenier. Whatever. The guy from Entourage, the show I've never seen. That's you Vincent
1: know. Chase. You put some respect on his
0: name. <laughs> Come on. (laughs) Uh, Well, He's one of the main characters. Uh, Betty Gabriel, Phoenix Rye, Zoe Kazan. It's basically a brother disappears. um, And he shows up in a viral video on YouTube. And if the YouTube video hits 5 million views, he dies. And it's the chase to try to find him. And it's so kind of the mystery of who done it and what happened and why did he get abducted in the first place it's eight episodes it's a mini series so it definitely has an ending um it hits you in the middle with a twist you didn't expect and uh we only have like two episodes left and we're psyched on it we can't wait to finish it so clickbait on netflix if you like the dramas not the dramas i'm sorry if you like the thrillers if you like the mysteries if you like the crime crime stuff this is right up your alley clickbait on netflix
1: it does look interesting and and vinnie chase I'm, i'm sure it's good i have no doubt but uh, my pick of the week, unfortunately, uh, the world lost, a, you know, one of the the comic greats. And I would say, since considering all the comic greats, literally just basically said they looked up to him as, as their idol of, you know, inspiration. We lost Norm MacDonald. And uh, I don't know, growing up, we, you know, born in the late 80s and we kind of grew up with him as he was basically taken off in SNL and Billy Madison and all that kind of stuff. But I, I just felt like maybe people don't know who he was. Like, I feel like, Anyone after us has no idea who Norm McDonald is. Am I right? I, I feel like he's not like. If you like, were born in the known. 2000s, he was not in the pop culture spotlight. Yeah, exactly. So it's like I—I I feel like we, we were like at that perfect little time frame where it's like I felt like everything he was in, you know. Yes,
0: the 90s SNL and all of that. We grew up in the heyday of Norm McDonald.
1: Yeah, I dude. Dr- I that. mean, the Drew Carey show—I always loved it Growing up, he had the Norm Show. I think that went for like three seasons. He was Death and Family Guy. He did 98 episodes of snl and obviously his first film ever was with billy madison and um and, and dirty work is one of my favorites that's the last uh film actually that chris farley's in yeah. um but i i just feel like i just wanted to <clears throat> just to shine some light on, on norm mcdonald go back we'll go watch his stand-up from 2011 called me doing stand-up probably one of the best stand-up specials i i absolutely love it if you like dry humor humor norm mcdonald's definitely I, I think you should look him up
0: well, that's the thing is he did that in, in 2011, and he was actually battling a pri- – he did not want to make it public. He was privately battling cancer for about a decade. So he either just found out or was just about to find out about his cancer diagnosis when he did that stand-up.
1: Yeah, I, I, I can't imagine doing what he did. And he was, you know, he was on Orville. He was the voice. He did like 50 episodes of that. I mean like he was Hit like the season working. three
0: Season three of Orville will be one of his last things in production. So it one of his last works when that drops. So, yeah, I mean, we lost a great one. And it's and one of those. It's
1: the last thing he has on his. You know, on his IMDb. His, yeah. it's wow. IMDb. We lost a real
0: one. And he is, you know, just like Chadwick Bozeman, he did not choose to make his cancer public, which obviously you totally respect.
1: Yeah. And, and like it, per, per his brother, his brother said that he didn't want it to affect the way he was perceived, yeah. according to his brother, Neil. I hear you. So, you know, it's, you know, again, I, I can't imagine, obviously, prayers to his family, you know, 10 years. I'm sure that was tough. But, you know, we definitely they lost one of the, the comic rates. And he was a, a big poker player, too. Mm-hmm. He was on the 07 World Series of Poker. He came in 20th place. That's a pretty so, impressive showing. Yeah, that's what I was like. I, I was like, OK, I, I never knew him as a. Uh, that's when we were at the height of our poker playing
0: days. And we yeah. probably would have said we could have finished top 20. But I'm sure only Pickle could.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I'll pickle. He hold them. He hold them for days. Pocket aces, check, fold. <laughs> <laughs> I watch. Start right in the pot.
0: I raise five. I'll Aww. just call it. Uh, Yes. Yeah, so so with that, we wanted to dedicate our top three this week to Norm McDonald with his, you know, just the best Norm memories, performances, whatever it has to be. It doesn't have to be a show or a movie. It could be one single skit. It could be one single episode. It could be anything we wanted to remember Norm by. So let's hit us with your top three Norm McDonald moments. You can go first.
1: My number three, I had to go with the SNL work. I mean, you have 98 episodes to choose from. I mean, I was just watching the one we kind of did with Jeopardy with uh Will Farrell. Uh was it um uh he was Burt Reynolds, Terd Ferguson. Yeah, Turd Ferguson. He was Turd Ferguson and Will Farrell was the uh the like the, the lead, uh, Trebek, Alex but, Trebek. Yeah. Yeah. Sean well, Connery was
0: in there is what I can't remember who played him, but yeah.
1: Yeah. But I mean the, then they're showing all, all all his bits that he did, you have ninety eight episodes. Pick an episode. For real.
0: Uh, is that, your, is that your whole number three? Yeah. My number three was his appearance with Jerry Seinfeld on comedians and cars getting coffee. It's one of my, I love that mm-hmm. little series that Seinfeld did. Uh, it's one of my two favorite episodes. I don't want to give anything away because it's not the longest thing in the world. So like, if I told you one thing, it's like 10% of the whole thing is gone. So I want you to experience it for yourself. But I watched, I don't know, 30 of them. And this was my second favorite of all time. It's so brilliant. Uh, I think it's still on Netflix, but you could probably check it out on YouTube as well. Jerry Seinfeld's little series. He drives in a car and drinks coffee and just shoots the shit. It's like hot ones without the wings. I really yeah. just I love I it. Series. I, watched,
1: I watched the the Sebastian episode. I watched it, a few with uh, Dave uh, Dave Chappelle. You've seen my favorite if you've seen the Sebastian. So,
0: yeah, uh, yeah. Check it out. Norm Macdonald on comedians in cars getting coffee.
1: My number two is Dirty Work nice uh 98 film it was actually the directorial debut of bob saget if you know i don't know norm mcdonald this was i know i guess he was trying to get this made for a while they somehow they only had i I was reading about they only had don rickles for one day and they said that his improv was just so funny they couldn't even like hold it they they felt like they literally thought they ruined every take by just laughing so (laughs) i just thought that was cool like you know the, the old vet rickles comes in just Everyone's just laughing at everything he says, and Chevy Chase is in this movie, uh, Chris Farley, and it just, it just again. If you like Norm, if you like the dry humor, also Artie Lang, You know, then after this, he became the the regular on Howard Stern show. But I, I thought this was great. You know, if if you have a good sense of humor, definitely check out Dirty Work.
0: The first thing I ever saw him in was my number two, and that's Billy Madison.
1: Um, my number one, I mean, yeah,
0: yeah. Frank, a classic sidekick, best friend character uh from the pickles to the shit call you know calling the shit poop um <laughs> as a matter of fact freeform just did an Adam Sandler marathon and don't get me wrong Adam Sandler movies on freeform suck like everything is is edited but when we turned it on it happened to be Billy Madison and so we watched up until they called the call shit poop and it just it brought me back to oh. my 7 year old like sneaking down in my basement watching it when my parents didn't know I was and stuff like that like it brought me back. Frank is an unbelievable side character in that movie. He he really rounds it out because Billy is, you know, Adam Sandler's character, is so over the top, wacky and goofy that he kind of grounds it as the stoner drunk best friend. Oh I just gosh. thought it was a really good dynamic.
1: Dude, that, that again, have Harley in it again. Like a, the, there were boys and friends. They just always kept each other in like in, however small little role it was. And we grew like we said, we grew up watches. This was what, 95, 96. This came out. So yeah, yeah. 95. I think. I've seen it so many times.
0: Probably over fifty for me. I, I would like to think. I
1: th- that's a safe bet.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm thirty-three. That's like twice it's a little less than twice a year. And when I was younger, I shit. I watched that constantly because it was cool to do. So yeah, I could upwards of fifty, I would imagine I've seen that movie. Uh my number one, uh <laughs> Bert Reynolds. Mm. It's not my name. It's not my
1: name. Oh Terry Ferguson.
0: Turd Ferguson. <laughs> it's a funny hat. <laughs>
1: No, no. Like the one good, the, the one good thing about Twitter is stuff like that. Is yeah. everyone's posting up his little clips of, of everywhere, of all his talk show appearances, and the uh, the one joke that was told to him by the guy in the taxi that was hilarious that he did on Conan. I just fell down the freaking rabbit hole, and, <laughs> and that was great.
0: It's great because like this was my no doubt number one anyway. Because Celebrity Jeopardy is my all time favorite Saturday Night Live sketch ever. Like the the whole thing up until. Uh, I would say like 2010, but like that, especially in the nineties with uh, this, (laughs) this condiment comes from mustard seeds. It's like, and the answer of course is onions with French Stewart. Like that whole thing was brilliant with Farrell as Jimmy Fallon. I couldn't think of his name. Jesus Christ. Jimmy Fallon did that one. And so like, it was just genius. So the turd Ferguson thing with the oversized hat and Connery kind of rubbing them off together. It was just, it was so good. And I think that was like peak norm and you're right when twitter happens when things like that everybody tweets out these memories and these videos and it all just comes spiraling back and you can go through you know his weekend update stuff and like oh Oh my god which which basically
1: got him fired but he he was he was relentless
0: it's brilliant but to me the number one thing was his burt reynolds and celebrity jeopardy on saturday night live that's that's to me the number one like the only two things that i laughed harder at or even as close to at that on saturday night live was chris farley
1: it's always it's always Farley
0: ain't it Particularly though his down his van down by the river skit like that's so good um uh matt foley the motivational speaker and then for some reason i get a huge kick out of the david s pumpkins tom hanks thing like for some reason any questions i I don't know why i like that but bert we will we'll miss you i'm sorry bert jesus norm jesus i did his bert reynolds that's that's how good he was in the character uh but we'll miss you and we wanted to dedicate that small top three to you rest in peace sir uh let's hit into our trivia sam it's 10.5 for you, 11 for me in our race to 11. However, you have to win by two. So no winner can be declared this week. I'm going to let you either catch up or surpass me here. And I'm going to give you the question first. Sound good? Shoot. All right. Now, I know you stopped playing Madden in about 2002 or 2004, somewhere in there. It's been a long time since you bought a Madden game. Okay. But what year did Madden football games start to get numbered by the year, a.k.a. Madden 2000, Madden 2001, Madden 2002. What was the first year that they started associating the year with the Madden game?
1: With the Madden game? Oh, 03.
0: Well, if you bought 02 and played 02, then why would 03 be the first one? I'll let you get a do-over. You're way off.
1: Is it? So, did they do? No, it might have been double zero. I'm just going to say you're way off with o- 03. With Is it double zero? I'll go double zero. All right. You're still way off. So I don't care. Yeah. Once you said Madden, I was like, next. Madden
0: 92.
1: Ah, okay. All right. Next one. How many seasons was Bob Saget the host of America's Funniest Home Videos?
0: That's a good question. I don't know, but I'm going to need the answers.
1: A7, B8, C9, Hmm. D10?
0: Hmm. (laughs) Um... Seven, eight, nine, ten. You said, yes, sir. Oh yes. he was the host during my childhood.
1: That um, he was. I just basically don't know the nineties.
0: Basically, okay. So there's there's a little hint there. If it's basically the nineties, so I'll say eight.
1: Eight, you are correct. Bam. Eight seasons he left.
0: Eight seasons. So what's that now? Eleven point five to ten point five. I think. Yeah, eleven point five to ten point five. I have a chance to win next week. That's that's nice. All right, so again, short movie section tonight. We'll kick it off now. Go into the movie section. Just one story, and then we're going to go into television. Uh, In the movie section here, Christopher Nolan, obviously known for the Batman trilogy, the Dark Knight trilogy, amongst other things, Interstellar and such. He's now going to be parting ways with WB, which again is like DC and and all of that, to partner with Universal. And uh, I think that might spell some Peacock originals and things like that. What would you think of this news?
1: Now, I, I think this all stems from Tenet's release. When that was released, oh, he directed
0: Tenant, right? Right, right It right, was right,
1: what right, right. in the United States. It came out September third, twenty twenty. You know, it you know two hundred surprisingly two hundred million dollar budget. It made three hundred sixty three still, but didn't it didn't it come like right to like video on demand? It didn't even like kind of bash it.
0: Oh, uh, it came to digital either same day or within like a week.
1: Yeah, it was something that, and he didn't like it. And I'm telling. after that. You know, I, I guarantee that that's what pushed him away. I mean, it's, hey, the, hey, I don't it's the same
0: him. thing the Dune guys are doing. Like they're just like pissed that it's coming out of Max. They're shitting on other movies. Like, guys, get over yourselves. That's why filmmakers are so fucking pretentious, or at least they're like the aura around them is so pretentious. Like, just or, or be happy, wonder, be inclusive.
1: I was like, saying, or on. or you wonder it like, has something to do with it? Like, you know, with maybe how Zach was treated. Like he worked with Zach in Man of Steel and then movies, and to come out all this truth kind of comes out. That's and maybe that's, he just. Maybe he said, Hey, you know what? I don't want to be partnered with WB anymore.
0: Let's be real, Sam. It's financially driven. Like, I'm I am generally the person who like we've had a lot of back and forths on this podcast about does this movie get a sequel? Does this and the overarching theme is well, if it makes enough money, it will get a sequel. And that's not my philosophy. I think if it's good enough, it should get a sequel. And but I understand the real, you know, real life dictates if it makes money, people will want more, a lot of that. That's my guess is the contract was running up or it was up. We'll never really know. And he went and said, pay me. And they said, we'll give you X. Because remember, their their HBO Max strategy is gone next year. Yeah. They're back to theaters. So we'll pay you X. And Universal, a huge company owned by a huge technology uh, organization. they probably said, says,
1: write, write a number in.
0: Because you got to think of it this way. Peacock is struggling. They're struggling. The things that they have on their service right now is like Boss Baby and stuff like that. It's not the big draw for the adult crowd. So what can do that? Oh, a filmmaker with the backing of The Dark Knight and Interstellar and Tenant and all these kind of films. That could be the thing. They just might have opened up the checkbook and said, boom. Now, we don't know. It could be they go to theaters for 45 days and then they go to Peacock. But at the same time, if you get exclusivity on Peacock, even after theaters, and it doesn't go to normal cable or HBO or Showtime or whatever. That's a huge get for your service. Cause there will be a ton of people that won't just, even without a pandemic, they don't go to the movies. A lot of them just they're scrolling through and they say, Oh, that's on cool. Peacock just got the WWE network a couple months ago. Like, they're trying, so maybe to me that I don't know. It's all speculation, but that's to me is they just opened up the checkbook and they just wrote a bigger one.
1: I mean, hey, good on them. That. I maybe mean, that's a great get. Like I make sure I I, I still didn't see Tenant. just the I'm looking at his list. I've seen every movie of his besides Tenet and his very first film, Following. That was before Memento. I seen every film but them two.
0: I so. saw the first thirty five minutes of Tenet, and I tapped out like Bret Hart in the Montreal screwdrop. Like Oh well, he, no, he didn't, he it didn't was tap. Quick. Out. He didn't I was gonna tap. say it's it quick. He didn't... That's what I was trying to get at. It was a quick match. It wasn't uh he didn't actually tap. It was a screw job. But you get my point. Like I was tapping, man. So it, was it wasn't stupid. your cup of
1: tea. No. Because people people rave about it. Then I hear the same thing where people hated it. It was their least favorite Nolan film.
0: You just gotta re- yeah. the second you take out your cell phone, it's done. You gotta Damn. eyes glued. Glued. You got to pay attention to everything. and
1: All right. I'll, I'll make sure I put my phone in the other room.
0: For real. Like, put it in a, in the, in the fish bowl for a couple hours. Like, it's just, you really got to just pay attention. And that just wasn't where I was at that night. And I was just looking for something. I said, I'd give it a shot. Cause I really like um, Denzel's Washington. What's his name. I can't think of his name. James Washington. I think.
1: Uh, John David Washington. That's it. Thank you.
0: And so I really like him as an actor, especially from ballers. And so I gave it a shot. It wasn't for me, but uh, anything else you want to add before we move into the te- television stuff let's have it all right tv big stuff here hawkeye finally got a trailer it's going to be around the holidays which makes a ton of sense for a ton of different reasons i watched it twice but i haven't watched it since the day it came out so i don't remember every beat this that and the other we don't have to go through all of that here's two things we're going to talk about a what we thought about it but b it got a release date confirmed november 24th On Disney Plus, again, when you're putting it right around the holidays, that's a really good date to have. It's going to end right at Christmas. What did you think so far? A, of the trailer, and B, of the release date?
1: I mean, I don't know why I, I fell in love with that trailer as much as I did. I oh, I, I, I saw the trailer too. and I was like, why does it look better than everything Disney Plus so far?
0: <laughs> exactly my thoughts, dude. I can't believe
1: I hated this. I did not want to watch this, and now yeah, I'm like I, looking I remember forward remember it. You were like out, like I don't give a shit about Hawkeye. Who gives about the Archer? I, but like you, you right,
0: it, but always cared about Haley. I've always said she's a great actress, and I, I like her. So
1: it, is it like? Was it like okay Christmas time? Was it like a die hard vibe? Like you 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 kind of see like in a little bit, his past is going to catch up to him. They didn't even really show you Black Widow.
0: Bro, I'm a sucker for cornrows and manicured toes, all right? You know what I'm saying? Like, I love the holidays. Bro, Anything- We didn't
1: even they didn't even show
0: us Tony Dalton. yet. Yeah. <laughs> Anything around the holidays, I'm in. And so, like, I think that had like 2% to do with it. But other than that, I thought it was just well-made. They didn't go for too comedic. They didn't go for too dark. No, they didn't go for it was- too serious. It just showed us what we needed
1: to see, and it got me excited. I mean, about damn time. This is what your fifth show. I mean, damn, sixth maybe. Yeah, fifth, I think.
0: But yeah, and I haven't been looking forward to a, a Disney Plus show as much since Falcon, and that was before Falcon. Like it's been a while. I, I'm finally, you know. And now, don't get me wrong. We could watch episode one, and I'm right back to where I am now, of completely burnt out of Marvel stuff and not really wanting to give it a shot. But I am totally actually looking forward to November 24th now, and it just yeah. And now that it's not going to be like December and we're what, two months and change away, two months and 10 days or a week, actually
1: two months in a week, like let's rock. This is a really good time. I'm I'm ready. I'm thinking with Scarlett being gone as Black Widow, I think Haley Seinfeld Bishop could be the perfect, like, you know, bounce off point for, you know, Clint Barn to just, you know, have their back and forth. It looks like they're going to have a, a good flow. It looks like it's going to be comedy. Sarah, it looks like you see her kind of fly in that she kind of falls and you kind of see him almost like roll his eyes a little bit.
0: They've been setting up the Young Avengers since the yeah. twins in WandaVision. Um, so like, you had the young son of the the Black Cap in Falcon. I can't remember his name. You had the twins in WandaVision. In Loki, you saw a little bit of that too for Young Avengers stuff. And now you have this, Kate Bishop, going to be in the Young... Like, They're setting that up really, really well. I haven't watched What If, so I don't know if they've teased anything like that in there. But um, this is going to be a good payoff. And she's going to be your new... You know, And, good.
1: I was gonna say, if, if you're a comic guy, and you saw the dog that's Lucky, the pizza dog, that's Hawkeye's dog in the run by done by Matt Fraction. So a, a good little nod to the comics to kind of throw him in here too. So it's just good, a nice little you know Easter egg from the comics.
0: What I I just appreciate, I think what I appreciated is the tone. They leaned into the holiday stuff really yep. heavy. And like, listen, I'm not PC or woke or any of that, but it is nice to have a show that's saying Christmas and not holidays and this and that. It's nice to just go back in on like, let's just watch a show about Christmas on Christmas and not be afraid to like be so broad about it that we have to call it the holiday season and offend not this person to not offend this person yeah. and things like that. It was nice to see something like that, but also at the same time it didn't try to be something that's not. And I just thought that that was, it was really good. What we're going to see is an episode of him kind of figuring his shit out he'll meet her at the end she'll accidentally knock over that tower with one of her arrows which was actually pretty funny and then they'll start that transition we'll meet a big bad which a lot of people are saying kingpin um we'll we'll see if fisk can come back in this um i mean like it's totally possible that he comes back and at the same time what's his face is in uh spider-man um murdoch and so like this could be that this could be the reunite the you know, the reunion. Who knows? But for whatever reason, man, this trailer, more than any other trailer, including yeah. WandaVision, has gotten me psyched to watch the show. And I just think they did a really nice job.
1: Yeah, yeah, because I know the what if didn't really hit you, but, no, but so, I, you know, I haven't
0: watched a single second
1: after yes. that first episode. I mean, at least watch the zombies episode. I still think that's the best episode yet. I really didn't care for the Killmonger episode. That was the most
0: recent one, right? That was yeah. Well.
1: I, I didn't care for that one. That was probably a smidge better than one. But um, yeah, the zombies episode definitely worth watching.
0: And the T'Challa Star Lord one you
1: said was yeah. Good? That's 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 number two. That's the yeah. second best.
0: Anything else you wanted to say about the Hawkeye trailer or the release date of November twenty fourth? Yep. Before we move on,
1: that's perfect. Gives me enough time. What to finish? What if and.
0: Get it a month off,
1: oh, dude. I, you know what? that's good. I need a little break, man.
0: Yeah. Well, is there a movie coming out before then? I guess October one is Venom, but that's not MCU. December is going to be Spider Man. That's after this show starts, so I I don't know. What if they timed it to where Fisk comes back the Wednesday before Spider Man comes out, and like in two days you get Fisk and Murdoch back in the same man, way. That would be, be nice. Yeah, that would be, be that would be pretty gnarly. Uh, let's move on. Matt Reeves is making a penguin spinoff series for HBO max. We just talked about Nolan Being in that Dark Knight trilogy, he's been arguably the most well-known Batman director. I think Reeves is clearly, without even putting something on the screen for us to watch yet, has taken that mantle and run with it. What do you think of another Batman spinoff series in Reeves' universe?
1: I mean, I'm just shocked. I mean, it's like, okay, so they locked down Colin Farrell? I, I assume it's going to be Colin Farrell since he's playing Penguin in the movie. I would have to think so, yes. So I was like, the have okay. So he's doing this Batman movie. I assume he's doing the other two sequels that he plans for it. He's also in production with Gotham, Gotham the PD show, and he's also going to be working on this Penguin show. Yeah, like that's a that's he's gonna be he's guy. knees deep in Gotham.
0: Dare I say he's the Russos of Batman? That's what he is, yeah. right now. or or even the um, Favreau or Feige doesn't do. direct. So I guess that's like the only thing he's more. Or the, he's the, the just the gonna be the
1: Feige of Gotham right now because he's. Literally going to control it. He could, I, if he could bring in whoever he wants.
0: If he nails the Batman, I don't even care about Gotham PD or Penguin right now. Let me get the first <laughs> thing first. <laughs>
1: God, let, Bob let Batman if be good. Batman <laughs>
0: hits right. Let just give Reeves the keys oh. to DC. Let him be the Feige of DC. But,
1: so that's the same thing that happened to Zach. He boom, he got a hit, and they were like, "Here's Zach. Here's all the money." Then he released the next movie, and they're like, "Ah, oh, no, better not."
0: <laughs> yeah, but then. I guess the world, like life events, happened and altered the course. We'll never know yeah, yeah. what would have happened if if the Whedon cut never happened. We'll never yeah. know. Um, so who knows what? You
1: well, know. I mean, I'm, of course, I'm going to watch it. Like I'm, I'm can't wait till March to watch freaking Batman. I feel like it kind of it's sneaking up on us. and You know, we have what
0: would the, well, we in have, October we got the fandom. We're going to get a new trailer. Yeah, that's so.
1: what I'm saying. So I, I can't wait. Like, dude, we only saw the trailer we got was twenty five percent of what he shot. So the movie's done. Like I, I, fin- I believe they finished all of the additional scenes that they wanted to do so i imagine that that next month it's the film's done it's complete so
0: it's in post it's it's being worked on now we don't it's like what is it february or march 22 or something? march march 4th march 4th 2022 that's it's flying up it's that's not fun it's
1: it's sneaking on us it's like it's not people far. are sleeping
0: on it it's five months away it's five months and five days It's it's less than a half a year how about that there you go we are within a half year of the batman you want to talk about a movie that's going to get me back to a theater. That's it. Because they're not doing that on max. So like I'd have to go to the theater to watch it. And that's appealing to me is to see the Batman. Not if it's three hours fucking long, but whatever. I mean, regardless, I'm
1: here for it. I don't give a shit.
0: Anthony Mackie will star and produce maybe even executive produce. I think I read that in the twisted metal live action series before you give your reaction, before you give your reaction screen rant not screen crush screen rant a different oh you know, jesus youtube giant who tries to be cool um put out an article in this news dropped saying we're getting a twisted metal tv series and the thousand comments underneath of it were like yeah twisted metals back da, 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 da. i just wanted to comment just listen to our show you would have known three months ago <laughs> We're on top of this shit. You'd have known three months. This isn't news. How does Screen Rant not know that this is not fucking news? That this isn't that this was announced three months ago. Well,
1: that's how you know that they weren't true Twisted Metal fans. That's God just damn. Fake fans. Well,
0: fake everybody fans. down there, give me a Twisted Metal remake, Twisted Metal 2, it's back. Da da da. da, da. And I'm like, we got a podcast. You would have it was the title of our fucking episode. I just wanted that's to fun. link the episode. <laughs> I should. I should go back and link
1: the episode just in the just, comments. And put the date in bold.
0: And be like, yeah, three months, bitch.
1: <laughs> what do you guys want? Yep. My God. Did they say who he was playing?
0: Yes. He's playing John Doe, which if you're a fan of Twisted Metal Black on PS2, you would know. Basically, uh, even if you're a fan of the older games, he is one of the drivers to Axel. I believe let me let me look that up while you give your reaction to Anthony Mackie and just in, in general kind of refreshing the twisted metal it's gonna it's gonna find a home too which I would imagine it's Sony uh Sony probably Netflix I don't know but while you talk about that I'll look up um who John Doe was I forget I looked it up yesterday
1: yeah but, so the, but he didn't appear until twisted metal black correct um oh he's the
0: uh he's Twisted Metal Black as the driver of Roadkill. So do you remember Roadkill? Yeah,
1: yeah. Mm-hmm. Roadkill was wasn't he? a, re, He was Red Car.
0: Uh, let me check. Road, yeah, he's got he's got like the muscle car with the flames yeah, on it. Yeah. He appears in every game except for Twisted Metal Four. So he's been in it since. Yeah, the I, LG days. I remember.
1: He's the re, the Red Car. I forget his special though. A boomerang um, or something.
0: Let's see. Special weapon: steel dagger. A giant rod of rusty metal fired at a hundred miles an hour, a metal javelin that destroys whatever it hits, and a giant steel rod that can slice your opponent
1: in two. There's I'm that. Trying to, I'm trying to think. Well, that's oh, Twisted okay. Metal one. Yeah, twist it's twist, one. Okay, that's Twisted right. Metal okay, two yeah.
0: is a boomerang blast.
1: Is yeah, a boomerang. boomerang. Say, I still remember. Shit, my boy. Yeah. So there's
0: there's who Anthony Mackie will play. But here's the problem, dude. Every single person that put out the story, and I mean every fucking one of them, was. Put his picture next to Sweet Tooth. And it made you think that John Doe was Sweet Tooth before Sweet Tooth or that he was going to be playing Sweet Tooth. This is clickbait. Pardon my pick of the week title. Yeah. Like at its fucking finest. Click into articles. Read them first. And do a little Google. Find out who John Doe actually is. Because it drove me up a wall when everybody's putting his picture next to Sweet Tooth. I'm like, John Doe is not Sweet Tooth. I know that for an absolute no. fact.
1: Jo- but John Anthony Doe, Mackie, his first appearance was Twist of Metal Black.
0: It said every twist. That, but
1: Roadkill yeah, Roadkill in Twisted this- Metal Three was Marcus Kane. Two, he was Marcus Kane, and one, he was Captain Spears.
0: Oh, gotcha. So he just Yeah, Twisted
1: Metal Black was his first appearance.
0: Gotcha. So John Doe takes over Roadkill basically for yep. Twisted Metal Black. Hundred percent. There you go. So now we know the timeline of you know what games will be incorporated. They're going to go all the way to the PS Two era, which is which is kind of neat that they're going to be able to go all over the place with this stuff.
1: Yeah, I, I was going to say, how are you going to do do Axel anyway? That would, that would be so tough to do.
0: They'll do Axel. Why wouldn't they do Axel? It's CG. Like, yeah,
1: I know, but just, just kind of tough on just a guy in his body and two big tires. Well, they could do it. <laughs> they could do it. I, but I mean, they, hey, as long as you get sweet tooth in it, I, I'd love to. You know, Warthog, throw Specter, maybe Thumper in there. They made Bubble
0: Boy. Yeah, they could make Roadkill. <laughs>
1: they can make anything. So
0: they can make <laughs> if you could put Jake Gyllenhaal on a rubber ball for two hours, you can put a guy on some rubber tires oh. and cru- like crucify him. I will we'll be fine. I, I have zero doubt that this show – now that the star like Anthony Mackie behind it and he's the one pitching to networks of who's going to be I'm to here for up,
1: it. I'm here for it. It just gives I, you
0: confidence. I saw so many people, Anthony Mackie, I'm not here for him. Shut up. You haven't even seen a trailer. I, I mean, people I don't even know John Doe is because you didn't know the I damn mean, thing maybe, was happening.
1: Maybe they're still a little butthurt of, of what he did to the second season of uh, that yeah That, must, that must be that. it. I'm besides scared. that but no but seriously besides that i, I really like anthony mackie and, I, and i'm looking forward to twisted metal
0: there's no reason not to just be open to it in like a year and a half or so we'll get a trailer um like just be patient maybe you know
1: he's driving a 67 freaking camaro you'll be fine
0: they are gonna like i said at like, uh, excuse me like we said last week there's a new twisted metal game early in development they want to drop it around the same time twisted metal fans you will be you will be fed and that's just a good thing to know that there's content for you on the horizon because it's a great series. It's an all time classic PlayStation series. It's just no doubt, top five exclusive in my opinion. Maybe top seven, but top five,
1: top seven somewhere. Now when next. this does well, they'll they'll remake too. Thank you.
0: <laughs> you you just keep those hopes alive. You were the one who kept the Snyder Cut alive, in my opinion. So I was hey, dead, Never I lose was hope, dead baby. On that, so yeah, I can't doubt you. I'm never going to. I'm no. still
1: here for that year cut. Just wait another year or two. We'll get it.
0: Haley Atwell is going to voice another video game character in another
1: uh,
0: anime or or video game style series. Lara Croft and the Tomb Raider anime we talked about months ago of being uh, in production now found its Lara Croft and Haley Atwell.
1: What do you think? I mean, she's a sweetheart, so I think that's perfectly cast. And she's Peggy
0: Carter, isn't she?
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And as, as long as it doesn't, like, again, the anime doesn't look, like, too kitty As long as it looks, like, for, like, mature adults, like, I, I'm there for that. Because I don't want to go see, like, a like a, a teenage Lara Croft. I want to see a kind of grown-up on adventures, you know, getting into real danger.
0: Well, yeah. hot take, the Lara Croft from the, the Tomb Raider reboot series from, like, 2013 or yeah, so Lara is, is better than... Yeah, Walter Goggins Goggins is in it, of course. No, not the movies. I'm talking about the games. Oh, sorry. I don't give a shit about Angelina Jolie's Lara Croft. I'm talking about the original Lara Croft from PlayStation 1 that you know and love. Yeah. The new Lara Croft from the new games is better. That's a hot take. I understand that. But if they went towards the 21-year-old as opposed to the 29, 30-year-old, I'm cool with that. Whatever they decide to do, it is what it is. It's an anime, so it doesn't really really give a shit. Hell yeah, that was cool. So I'm good.
1: And I'll take over in gaming. And like you said, to start, we got a review, we'll get your impressions, but first, let's start with Deathloop. IGN has to say this, and I don't care how. I saw reviews have been off the charts, I I saw reviews.
0: I gotta stay away, I gotta stay away, I gotta stay away until it's on sale. Despite the seemingly endless complexities, Deathloop is one of the most confidently designed games I've ever played. Arcane Studios has crafted a world made of ideas linked by meaningful connections. Time influences space, space influences tactics, and tactics influence loadouts. Its unique, high concept ideas around time loops and nonlinear investigation work are implemented with elegance, making its system feel effortless to navigate, learn from, and ultimately master. A new high watermark for Arcane and developers of similar games, Deathloop is a game like no other.
1: Nine out of ten. A perfect 10. Oh, by God.
0: I just I'm staying away. I hear there's a lot of like soft locks and game breaking bugs. I will wait till this game is inevitably on sale for 20 bucks on Black Friday, even if it's next year, and I'll pick it up then. I'm not in a rush to play it, but these review scores and watching some a little bit of gameplay is intrigued. I know you watched a little gameplay. Did it do anything to tickle your fancy?
1: I mean it 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 looks cool but I just don't think it's going to be my cup of tea at the end. I think I'm just going to pay. I'm I'm pay, I'm just waiting, man. I again I still haven't been in the gaming mode. It, it, it took ghosts to bring me back. Now I'm kind of itching for that bow again, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> uh
0: it's um it's stealth mixed with time loops, which are my two least favorite things in the world. And so like why am I slightly intrigued? I don't know. I'm just going to try and block this one out cuz there's so many games coming out that like who's got the fucking time you no, know like seriously in, in like less than a month we got metroid dread super monkey ball like
1: oh you're screwed
0: i'm <laughs> this is now the time is picking up you got pokemon in november you got pokemon in january you know everything comes out in february so like Uh, halo in december the gunk in december like where what are we doing here people this is going to be a a stacked rest of the year so Deathloop will be on my very very back burner but at least now i'm finally intrigued as opposed to i couldn't i did not want to see that game ever again because it was in every Uh, once you
1: see it six times you're good for real and a game i can't believe you're even playing let's get your impressions on madden 22 just like the dallas cowboys (laughs) it sucks (laughs) I didn't even need to hear the joke, I, well, you Cowboys. I know where it's going. It sucks, God. So, uh, so uh, I have just I, to tell me I haven't been missing anything since what? Oh, I think oh yeah. four. I would say when no, no, Vic no, was on the oh, cover. I think oh six or oh seven.
0: I hated oh six. That was to me the worst ever because that was the transition from that top down from or was it PlayStation two. Carter?
1: Uh, Vince Carter's NBA. No, I'm, I'm trying to think. Basketball was oh five. So I think I then I did the one more year after Madden. Then I was done.
0: 06 was McNabb. Uh, we played it in Pino's basement on the brand new Xbox 360, and it was so bad. They went man. down to like an over-the-shoulder as opposed to top-down, and like, it just ruined it. I couldn't stand it. So, Madden 04 was the last great one, in my opinion, um, for the PS2. That was just a classic. But this game sucks, man. It's glitchy. It's buggy. It's, it's like so convoluted with all the menus in these systems and no one cares. Let me just play a season mode. Is it that fucking difficult to just pick the Eagles, play 17 games, win the damn Super Bowl, and move on with my life into NHL or something? Like it was so clunky that Xbox did and maybe PlayStation two. I don't know, but I know that Xbox did a free weekend to kick off the NFL season. You could play it for four days, completely free. You might've had to been a game pass and or Xbox live gold member. I'm not sure. Um, but I downloaded it because why the fuck not? And I played two games and I th- I couldn't even make it through the second one. I was so over it. And it, man, Madden has fallen so far off a cliff for me that this is what? I think the second or third year. Oh, no, I, I mistakenly bought it last year um, and I kept it. I should have returned it. I bought it from Target and my wife bought it for me. And I said Madden, she bought me. I'm sorry. I said NHL. She bought me Madden by accident. Um, so I should have brought it back but i kept it anyways it sucks don't waste your time madden 22 not for me
1: next up we have our favorite we have august and pd
0: where do you think gta 5 landed
1: oh, oh god it's probably up there oh there's too much news for it
0: let's go let's oh, go through the list it's in the top 10 I let's know. go through the list all right top 20 best-selling games of august remember I guess is four Digital sales do not count. I heard your guess, by the way. Digital sales do not count. And that's majority of that is Nintendo and some Xbox for Game Pass, but uh, digitals does not count. Number 20, up from number 23, still kicking. Super Mario Party. Like Ooh. three and a half years uh, old. The new one comes out next month. I guess it's just getting a little bit of a little bit of the teat. Uh, number 19, down all the way from number six. So a big drop-off in August. Mario Golf Super Rush. Uh, number sucks. Number 18, up from number 17, or I'm sorry, down from number 17, The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, a launch Damn. title. Uh, number 17, You're down from on. for four years uh, and a half, <laughs> and a half, by the way, four and a half years. Number 17, down from number 14, Super Mario 3D World. So what's that? All Nintendo exclusive so far?
1: Yep. Never heard of Nintendo.
0: Number 16, from number 15, Mortal Kombat 11. So he took a brief respite. Actually, it's available on the Switch if you really want to get technical. Um, and it was on sale. Who would
1: want to play it there? Uh,
0: I passed. I got it on PS Five. Uh, number fifteen up from number eighteen, Pokemon Sword and Shield. Uh, number fourteen down from number twelve, Animal Crossing New Horizons. So right back on that Nintendo train. Uh, we'll take a little bit of a break here from Nintendo. Number thirteen down from number eleven, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart.
1: That's good to see.
0: Number 12, down from number nine, Call of Duty Modern Warfare. By the way, that's the 2019 Call of Duty game. Uh, that's a joke. Number 11, down from number 10, Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. Still on there. Yep, yep, yep. Number 10, down from number seven, MLB The Show 21. I'm currently still playing that whenever I get free time. Uh, Game Pass. Thank you very much. Number nine, all the way up from number twenty, and I think this was because it was on sale in a major way. So it got some, it got some uh, cash there. Assassin's Creed Valhalla, number eight down from number five. Minecraft, like a decade later. Uh, number seven down from number one. The Legend of Zelda: Skyward Sword HD. Number six hanging on from number four. Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. Nice. Number five up from number eight. So getting a boost. I love this. Marvel Spider-Man Miles Morales. Hey. Gotta love seeing that. Number four, Sam.
1: No way I was fucking right. I'll, I'll throw my microphone. That would be the end of the podcast.
0: New to the list, Humankind. Okay, good. A Whew. game I don't know. I, never, I don't even know that either. Never heard of it and is the number four seller. Maybe a PC game. I'm not sure. Um, I could just be totally wrong and just missed it. Number three, up for, or down from number two, Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War.
1: Number okay, two. That's not bad.
0: Number two. Up from number one hundred and ten.
1: No, don't do it to me.
0: Ghost of Tsushima. Oh.
1: I, I wish it hit number one because it really deserved it. Unfortunately,
0: but... number one. Madden NFL twenty two. Oh, that's a shame. It's man. August every that's year. A shame. Every just August, a shame you know,
1: that people man. get sucked in and they pay for the 60, now $70
0: every i think yeah i think they kept it at 60 on both versions i don't know they do so many versions of it too they do the ultra version and the you know the mvp version you get like hot shit i don't play the online stuff so i don't care but every august you know madden's gonna be the number one it always is like i'm I'm happy
1: shit for ghost though that is awesome
0: yeah the director's cut did really really well man all the way up from number 110 that's crazy and you know
1: I hope we wow. see it again next month. I, I hope. I hope it's still in the, in the. You give me the in the top ten. I'll be happy.
0: It came out what August twentieth, I think, right? So about ten days to chart. It's about a month. I, I guess it could still be in the top twenty. I would imagine it's still in the top twenty.
1: Yeah, I think so.
0: Yeah, if Rift Apart still is. Yeah, uh, I, I
1: wish Crash was still there, but I, I know Crash. It's been a minute, but. Yeah, well, I, I guess think he had his time in the sun.
0: last week we speculated on Crash. Uh, the CTR 2 remake or whatever it is. But I think it'll be Wumpa League coming, which is would be a brand new crash experience. They said it's mass multiplayer platforming in 3D online spaces. Uh, there's a lot of hints. Go down a YouTube rabbit hole. You'll find it. But that's the August NPD, the best-selling games. I love that segment. Every month, I'm excited to see what September brings with WarioWare and, and stuff like that. That'll be fun.
1: And the last story we have in gaming, it's going to be a downer battlefield 2042 has been delayed until november 19th
0: now it's only a month and for whatever reason they're doing the beta on an open beta on october 8th which is the day the switch oled drops which in turn is the day that metroid dread drops so not the smartest move but i guess your casual shooter fan uh doesn't really give a shit because they're not probably going to be playing the switch or metroid but um not that long, but here's the problem. The problem is now you've sandwiched yourself, and I'm sure they definitely did it intentionally, but you've now sandwiched yourself between Call of Duty and Halo. And that's, that's a rough place to be. I think November 2nd and December 8th are the other two games. So now you're only a couple weeks after Call of Duty, a couple weeks before Halo, and you got to drop $70 in this game. Call of Duty is already going to make its money. Halo is going to be on Game Pass, and the multiplayer is going to be free to play to anyone. You don't even have to have game pass you can just play the multiplayer uh for free in its entirety so like to be able to not be call of duty and not be free to play battlefield puts itself in a weird position that they got to bring it and it's got to be the king if it wants to be successful i I am weary about this decision from from them
1: well and a lot of people like i you two people i watch like you know doc and all them guys that are just so pissed off at at Modern Warfare by, I guess, all the bugs, all the cheating that they're, they're just looking for something new to look forward to. And, that, you know, hearing it delayed a month, they're like, oh, shit, that means another month that we have to play Call of Duty.
0: Well, again, though, Vanguard will come out and give them a new experience. They're definitely going to play the shit out of it. So, like, maybe Vanguard will be really good and that'll get their, their hype back up. That's my problem and my worry is that people are going to love Vanguard with this new kind of story approach and stuff like that and Warzone to come along with it in a new season i'm sure to like yep. maybe silence a little bit of battlefield and then what's battlefield gonna get three weeks in the spotlight max before halo drops like that's just
1: and it's you're a, on the back burner yeah man
0: that's rough i almost would have delayed it in the next year but then everything else has been delayed in the next year so you're already kind of in a tight yeah, spot it's beautiful.
1: god of war you don't want to go near that
0: i think god of war is november but whatever we'll see um who
1: cares at this point
0: i I'm not a fan yeah, of...
1: Greg, you have 50 games to play. You're, you're, Dude, you can wait on God of War. I'm not
0: a fan of Battlefield to begin with, so I don't really yeah. give a shit personally. Halo is the only one of those three I'm even going to be playing, and I'm probably only going to play the campaign anyway. So, Not a big deal to me, but I know... And we put it in our AG story, and we had we had a couple people reach out saying, "Oh, I'm psyched for this one." So maybe I'm wrong, but I think this is actually going to hurt more than it'll help. But I guess they don't want to put out an unpolished game, so whatever. Uh, our last story of the night: Surge, our friend Sergio Nello. His EP is out now. If you missed it, we had a bonus episode earlier this week uh, that dropped. I think Tuesday it dropped. Um, Yep. talking about his new EP a hodgepodge of modern furniture and antiques five songs 15 minutes we talked about it for 20 minutes we talked about it for longer than the EP is uh, I loved it what'd you think
1: and I, I'm actually holding the CD now I, I pre-ordered it I you know I sent you the uh, the message between me and serge yesterday yeah. but he's like dude you got the CD before I did <laughs> so it came I came with the CD and a little like a little uh, sign poster with serge, or, you know from serge. Um, I, I told him I was like the packaging's so neat. I don't even want to open up the CD. Like I have it on iTunes anyway, so it's already on my phone. But I, I'm I'm absolutely thrilled with it. I couldn't be happier for
0: him. I love the record. We love the guy. So again, support him. It's it's all over. If you look in you know our Instagram, his Instagram. It's in
1: my, just click my story right now. I tagged his his link. Just click his name, links in his in his bio. Takes you right to it. it, yeah. it it's five bucks, guys
0: for I'm real. Like, it's it's $5 and supporting a great friend of the pod, been on the show 5 times. He just he loves the people who listen to his music. He's a genuinely amazing dude and and we wish him nothing but the best success. So with that, Sam, take us home with your CGC TCG.
1: This week we have a Umbreon GX shiny from 2019's Hidden Fates. Obviously Umbreon Jolteon my favorite EV evolution, so I felt like I had it picked this up CGC recently sent me back a couple cards back and I'm absolutely thrilled with this grade. I have a centering, they gave it an 8.5, surface 9, corners 95, edges 95, which gives it the overall grade of a mint 9. I am I perfectly happy with that that grade. I, I was thinking it was going to be like an 8.59, so just to hear that they, you know, because I'm always worried with like what they give that surface. I feel like a lot of cards they give like that 8, that 8.5. So to get that 9 kind of surprised me. But Umbreon's a popular card. Hidden Fates was a popular pack. So thousands of packs were opened. So obviously there's still no CGC, TCG pop reports. So hopefully we'll get that soon. So for now, we'll just have to go with PSAs. There are a total of 2,025 copies that are graded. There's three sixes, six sevens, six 54 8s six hundred and tens. But again, I, I always feel like PSA's grading scale is way more lenient than CGC is. I, I feel like they are giving out tens where I've seen some close up on cards where in my head, I'm like that. There's no way that's a 10. I, I clearly see some defects. But that's kind of why I go with CGC. They're a little more strict. Sometimes people may not be happy, but I feel like these guys are, you know, qualified for the job. So I would just spotlight this week. Umbreon GX.
0: <clears throat> I uh, I love this. Fifty minutes and we're out of here. A oh, good- and,
1: and next week is a banger CGC spotlight. Whoa! You heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen.
0: Woo. God, thank you so much, everybody, hanging out. A nice, short, sweet episode two fifty one of we podcast. And we know things again. We recap the nerdy news even on a slow week. We're gonna bring you an episode because we love you so much, everybody. Thanks for hanging out. We will see you next week for episode two fifty two.
1: Show me the money!